Five FM nine. Timmy Foster. Timmy Foster. Hey hey hey! It's Timmy Foster on the radio with you all the way till ten. And I did promise you a special guest. Since Linda is away, I decided to just switch things up. Yesterday I had Warren Masemola, and tonight uh, I decided to bring an old friend into the studio who I haven't seen in so many years. Mr. Or should I say Dr. Mosa Mtombeni. That sounds so nice. Why are you just saying just friend? We're not just friends. Well, we co- well we form our colleagues. Why are you nervous? Why are you, why are you looking nervous? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Mosa Mtombeni, how are you doing, my friend? I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. Um, 5 FM, bro. Yeah. yeah. How awesome. So you are a former YoTV presenter. You are now a doctor. And you've also added a trending essay presenter onto the list. Yes, that that is me. That is me. Um, I, I, look, I like doing things. I like doing things that I enjoy. I like doing things that I want to do and that sort of thing. So um, I'm pretty excited about this new you know, path that I'm taking in my life. I'm yeah. very excited. So at what age did you know you wanted to be on television? You know, And how did you get into it? Because when I watched you, I mean, before I got onto your TV, you were still like a... A little young one, like I'm. I'm just like, how? How the hell did you get in there? Um, jeez, I, I think I've wanted to be on TV since I was like four. Um, I didn't go to preschool, kinda. My mom, I was my mom's first child. My mom's from the Eastern Cape. You know, she was scared. She was like, oh my gosh, what is this Johannesburg so you didn't go thing? Go to preschool? No, I didn't. I stayed at home. My mom, mom, my mom uh, homeschooled me. And okay. Yeah, I only went to like preschool for like a year and a half just to socialize me so and play with other children. <laughs> uh, but I generally just stayed at home. So all I did at home was stay and watch TV. So I'd watch every single thing. I watched the Olympics. I watched everything. There's nothing I didn't know about what was happening on TV. I knew the roster, schedule, what time things end, start. That was me. And it's always been me all my life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's when I was like, I like this TV thing. And then the opportunity to um, be on TV came around as like audience member type things. You know what I'm uh, saying? So I was one of the kids that you see on the shows that would take part in the games and, mm. you know, that sort of thing. And I did that for about a year and a half. And then there were like the auditions. I went there. Got the script. I said some things in English. They're like, there you go. You've got the job. I'm like, oh, okay. This is fine. And how old were you? I was 12 when I started formally as a TV presenter. So I am a full-on child child laborer. So you were talking about now homeschooling. And then you ended up being a kid's presenter. I think your upbringing was a little bit weird. But anyhow, (laughs) growing up on TV as a child star, you missed out on a lot of normal things. What did you feel like you missed out on when you were growing up? I don't think I missed out on anything. I really don't. Um, I had a job, fine, that I would leave school at like 12 o'clock for, go do TV, come back home at 8 and then like have homework. But there are days where I wouldn't work. So I'd have normal sports, cricket, soccer, rugby, all those things that I play. Um, I had normal like, you know, it's Johnny's birthday today. <laughs> yeah, just go to the party. And then I'd get there. I'd have the normal mom I want money for and she'd say no. But but were you always that Amosa, the boy on TV vibe that you got at school? Because obviously you were, as much as you thought you were normal, you were not normal. The change came, I think, when I got to high school. I remember this one incident where I got to high school, it was grade eight. And then like the seniors were trying to find someone to pick on. Uh, and this one guy, or was it a girl? Someone hit me. By mistake, they say, in inverted commas. And I was like, mm, okay. 
And I just went to go report them. I was like, I'm not going to tolerate violence. <laughs> and I reported them. And then they had to apologize in assembly in at school in front of everyone. Yeah, so it's because you're a celebrity. That's mm, why. Oh, mm. So we've got Musa in the studio. If you've got any WhatsApps that you would like to share and ask, make sure you drop through a voice note. 0825505151. He's done some really great work. And now you are our very own doctor. Can I believe it? I actually don't. I never thought that when I met you years ago that today i'd be talking to you and calling you doctor doctor hello mom what's wrong <laughs> to be fast on the radio i'm hanging with mr musa mtombeni doctor musa mtombeni wow uh let me just correct it right there uh former yo tv presenter and now officially trending essay presenter as well pretty pretty cool we'll talk about that a little bit later but uh you know, growing up on, on kids TV, there's it's just an interesting journey that you're on as a kid trying to figure yourself out and also being on this pedestal in some way or the other. Did you ever feel some sort of pressure and responsibility with, you know, being a role model while you were on TV? Or did you just regard yourself as a kid and didn't see any or feel any pressure? I think a little bit of both. Um <clears throat> like there's that element where like you're, you know, you're raised by your parents. You think, you know, wrong, right. This is what you should and shouldn't do. So I've generally been okay on that part. So there are many things that I don't do. People look at me like, geez, you don't even do that. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't. Because I was just told not to do it. But there's also the element of what if I do this thing and I get into trouble and I lose my job. So like a lot of it comes with that if I lose my job thing. So you know what? You just decide, you know what? Let me just behave. Let me rather not. Let me rather yeah. not. Let me, let me not go to that house party <laughs> where things are going to happen. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for you personally, I mean, you know, we'd go on road shows, would like interact with a lot of young kids. And I mean, we were kids ourselves. But just the amount of love and to see that people actually look up to you as a kid did you ever feel like yo i need to be like that special child myself because i know there's another child that is watching me did you ever have you know besides that i'm gonna lose my job did you ever think like that I think you consider the fact that you're so lucky to have this job because I think a lot of the time, a lot of people look at you and they're fans of you, not because of who necessarily you are, but because of what you're doing and how they'd love to see themselves in that position themselves. So they love that, oh, this guy's on TV. Oh, he's living the dream that I want to live. So I think playing that off of each other and thinking, you know what, I should really appreciate the job that I have and not take it for granted is also another big driver um, yeah. in all of this. So tell us about working with, Shade, CC, Kali, Sipo, and being one of the youngest to join the crew. You know, how was that for you? Because, you know, they were kind of like the guys, the girls, and now you were working with the guys and the girls. Nothing ever prepares you for that because the week before they tell you you've got the job, you are the person that's like, oh, look at them. Exactly, They're on right? TV. <laughs> and then next week you're supposed to come there and be cool like them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's such a big expectation on your part to like live up to being as cool as they are. So I remember first week we got there and they were like, all right, cool. Look, we know that you were put in this position to be a presenter on show. I think it was Yo! TV Land at the point in time. They're like, right, so you're picked for Yo! TV Land. Boom, there we go. Would you like to do DCC? Now, if you know DCC back in yeah. the day, it was DCC. It yeah. was the... I don't think there's even a show to compare it to. Um, and when they said, would you like to do that as well? I was like, uh, hell no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so I can be the weird guy that wasn't there last week. That's busy saying things to them now. No, no, thank you. I'll stick with what I'm doing. And I did my show for like a full year without yeah. doing anything else. And I was happy with where I was. And then 
as time went by and then I was like, okay, I'm getting more comfortable. I really enjoy what I'm doing and this is an awesome show. Let's do it. And then I got into the swing of it and I'm glad I took that decision because I don't know what would have happened if I threw myself into such a deep end. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when did you know, I think for you, that it was the right time to leave Kids TV? Because I think at that point, a lot of people like kind of like stayed for a very long time and you could, you know, there were no longer kids. And how did you know that, okay, this is my time? And also, what was your exit plan? Um, My time. I think it was a... I had done all the things that I'd wanted to do. How old were you? I, do I even remember? I was probably third year. So third year puts me at about 21. Okay. Yeah, I think it's about 21, 22, yeah. around that age. Um, I'd done all the shows that were that I'd really wanted to do. And I had really like done what I wanted to do at UTV. And I thought, okay, it's an appropriate time uh, to get out now. Uh, I didn't really have a plan. Uh, a TV plan, to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, a lot of people like leave because they have plans to do something else. I didn't leave because I wanted to, you know, rebrand and come back as something else. Yeah. I just left because I thought, all right, it's third year. Next year is going to be fourth year at medical school. I need to rearrange my focuses and do certain things. And I'm happy with leaving TV uh, to pursue, which was radio at that point in time. And I continued with that and I was happy to do it. Mm. Uh, if a TV job had come along, I would have taken it. No problems. Yeah. But I was not actively searching for one. It's Mosa in the studio, former Yo TV presenter, now trending essay presenter. And he's also a doctor. And apparently we have a blast from the past. Let's find out who this is. 5FM, hello. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Fine, and you? Cool, thanks. Musa is like very nervous. How many girlfriends do you have, Musa? Zero. None at all. Zero None. Girlfriend. Ah, okay, cool. Yes. So who am I chatting to? You're speaking to Brett Stein. Brett ah. Stein. Oh my goodness, so Brett. <laughs> who's Brett? I'm good, Brett. How are you? I'm good and you, bro. Long, a long time now. Yeah, congratulations. Jeez. Thank you very much. It's been like 10 years or something since we last saw each other. Yeah, exactly, yeah. How do you guys know each other? We went to the same... Was it primary and high school? Or was it just high school? I can't even yeah, remember. Yeah, primary and high school. Yeah, yeah. primary and high school. And, uh, and tell us a little bit about Musa, Brett. Uh, yeah. You know, now he's like this cool dude. He's like <laughs> a doctor. And we're like, okay, whatever. But how was he in primary school and high school? Uh, well, he was a prefect in primary school. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, we were like cool, all right, we were in the same classes and everything. Like, and he was always like a like a cool, nice guy and all that. You like you don't like get like the Yo TV uh, like TV uh, show like get fame to his head and all that. Are you sure? Was, like, Are you sure nice about little... that? <laughs> <laughs> don't be like this, dude. Don't be like. Uh, this. Okay. And what what's the one thing that you remember about him? Where you like this is what I remember Musa for. Uh, uh, making jokes. Ah, so he's the funny guy. <laughs> yep. No, that's yeah. that's cool. Thank you so much, Brett, for calling in. Thanks, Brett. Cheers, Mota. Cool, later, man. Awesome stuff. And some voice notes also coming through. Uh, there is a question here for you. Can you manage not to actually fall into the trap of uh, the presenting industry? Because now you actually are a real doctor who uses a real useful working stethoscope. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But uh, yeah, pretty much how did you not fall into the trap of just being a presenter and just being okay with that? Uh, the thing is, fame is fickle. And that's one thing that we need to realize. It's here today and it's literally gone tomorrow. So if you're going to base your life on fame, you're not going to have a very long and enthusiastic and happy life. Because 
it's going to be in here now. People are going to love you. They're going to say many things about you. You're going to have money now. And then it's going to disappear tomorrow. No one will remember you and walk past you in the street as if you never existed. So I think the trick there was realize that you're not in this to be famous, but you're here to work and do what you want to do and do the things that you love. Yeah. And once you realize that, then the fame comes with it, but you don't take it to heart as something, you know, that's going to stay with you forever. So when did the path for medicine begin, you know, to be a real conversation in your life? Because obviously you're dabbling TV, you're normal, you know, you're playing sports, you're doing this, you're doing that. And obviously now you're in matric or even before like grade 10, 11, you're still, you're starting to consider now, where is your path taking you? What are you deciding to do with the rest of your life? What inspired that choice? Um, I think largely on like my mom's side, my mom's always said, no, Danami, you must be a doctor. Mm. And as a kid, you're always just like, yes, I'll be a doctor, mom. And then as you get older, you realize it's actually a career choice that you can follow. So as the years went by, I was pretty okay at school in terms of like uh, marks and things. So uh, <laughs> why are you laughing? That's another way of saying you were a smart No, kid. I was okay. Oh, okay. I'm okay, sure. <laughs> right, so, <laughs> right yeah. so I was okay at school and then... Um, you know, grade 11 came about, uh, grade 11 marks were the worst. Um, and, you know, you apply to varsities and they're like, uh, just wait a little bit. And then matric, you pick up your socks and then you get the marks that you're supposed to get accepted into medicine. And the journey began six years at Fitz University, uh, then graduated and did internship and now ComServe. So there was nothing else that you wanted to do? Like medicine was your like choice, choice, choice? Look, it, it was my choice, choice, choice. But of course, you have other things that you put down on your application Which, what form. What was it? It was law and mm -hmm. accounting. Um, okay. So all the smart stuff. All the stuff mm. parents want you to do. Okay. And and I was ready and happy to do any and all of them. All right. We have another caller, Favela. Let's have a... Hi, how are you? Cool, thank you. We've got Musa here. What would you like to ask? Well, um, what inspired Musa to become a doctor? I mean, like, you know, from a young age, he said, he, he said, fall. Yeah. Uh, you know, going to television. And, like, just taking on uh, uh, medicine. What inspired that? What really inspired that? Um, so I think uh, more than anything else, it's like, so there's that parental influence where parents are like, you know, do this, do this, do this. But on top of that, I think it's it's just this calling uh, that I've wanted to do. I've always wanted to help people out. If I remember when I was younger, I wanted to be a vet as well. I was like, it's either animals or people. And in the end, the people won. Uh, but I think the animals <laughs> needed more now. So maybe yeah. go back to school and do that. But I think it was a, it's just a helping people thing and uh, wanting to become a doctor and do the things that doctors do and help people out uh, the way that you can help them out. I hope that, you know, answers your question. You know, you did. But let me tell you what I did, Mata. Um mm. I was listening to, to, to the show and like I just Googled. I just wanted to see. Musa, Musa, Musa. Mm. All of a sudden, I said, oh, my God, I used to watch this dude. All of a sudden, he's a doctor. My man, congratulations, and I wish you all the best. And, um, <laughs> wow, you're an inspiration, my brother. Thank Th you very much. Thank yeah, you so thank much. You. Thank you so much, my brother. Oh, oh, thank you to 5FM also. Hey. Awesome stuff. Musam Tombeni in the studio joining me. Of course, we're talking all the big achievements that he's had over the past few years. And of course, the recent one, joining Trending SA. Uh, but uh, some questions coming through. Fabulo. Hi. Hi. Who am I chatting to? Pinky. Pinky. Awesome stuff. We've got Musa. What would you like to ask him? Oh, um, hey, Timmy. I don't know if you remember, but um, a few weeks ago, I used to um, uh, ask you and Linda advice on, like, my career options, like, because my mom wanted to do medical. Oh, And then I yes. wanted to do, I don't know if you remember that. Yes. So I want to ask Musa, 
Okay, his mom and my mom sound very similar because my mom also want, wanted me to be into medical. And I have no problem with medical. Like, I love medicine, you know. It's also it's really cool. I love helping people and stuff. And But, like, how did, he, how did you convince your mom that being a, being a presenter is actually a good thing? Like, it's not something that is a terrible idea. And yes, fame, like you said, doesn't last forever, but it's, it's like, worth the shot, you know? Mm. Pinky, what do you want to do? What I want to do, um, I'm fine with whatever. It's just I don't want to do one and then regret <laughs> not doing the other. Okay, so because you, you're not really sold on one thing as yet, here's the thing. You've got 24 hours in a day, right? And the day allows you to do all the things that you want to do that you can do. So, for instance, I um, was at med school. So, that's a full-time 8 to 4, but I still went to do radio. And I had radio shows and I still had VOW FM at the time. And then I went on to do uh, YFM. And I still did TV and I still did MC gigs and all those things. So, I still had the same amount of time that you had, but I was able to split my focuses and give my time to all the things that I enjoy doing. So, if you have multiple things that you really want to do, it's just about what you can do and splitting your focus amongst all of them and not letting anything slack. So obviously school is very important. So you want to start with that one and make sure that the schooling and, uh, you know, all of that is sorted out. So if you're still in high school currently, make sure that your marks are fine so that you have options at the end of the day. So if your marks are fine, you've got all your A's, you can really become anything you want to become. So you can keep those A's, uh, give them to your mom and say, right, next year I want to go play guitars somewhere for the rest of my life and your mom will be happy theoretically because your A's allow you to come back at any point in your life and do whatever you want to do so get that bit sorted out and then find your passion and things that you enjoy and once you've got that then you can really get into it now the thing about it is that you don't need a lot of formal education to do things so there are things that require you to have like a formal education so like medicine and law and accounting and things such as that but there are things that you can learn as a skill from other people not to take away from people that go to school to do like music and things like that but if you're interested in that you can go to the local church person and say hey listen teach me how to play the guitar teach me how to play the piano and have the rough skill and build on that so that when you do decide hey i want to do medicine but also play guitars you're able to go do both at the same time without consuming a lot of the time learning from the beginning you get what i'm saying yeah i totally get it i totally get it all right then binky thank you cool awesome thank you so much Fabulous. Thank you so much, Pinky. All right. So, Musa, how did the two worlds balance out, you know, uh, with once being this grandchild star that we know you from, like, you know, the other caller that we had saying, you know, wow, you are now this doctor, you know, to getting into the the medical space and wanting people to look at you as the professional who deals with people's lives on a completely different level and also be convincing. In the beginning, was it ever a challenge for you? How did you manage to transition? I actually haven't had that problem. Uh, you'd think you'd have the problem where people are like, no, you are a kid's presenter, leave me alone. You're not a real doctor. <laughs> but I actually have not had that problem. Um, a lot of the time, it's more endearment than anything else. So the people are like, oh my gosh, you're the person I used to watch on TV. Oh, please come see me, come see me, that sort of thing. Because at work, I'm professional. I, I'm Dr. Mtumbin at work or Dr. Tamosa to be more uh, chilled out about it <laughs> and uh, it's all professional and yes at the end of the consult we may joke around a bit and you know a little laugh here and there yeah. but it's all work and then outside of that I am the happy person that I normally am wherever I am yeah. so I am a little bit loud I am a little bit wild I am a little bit funny here and there and may lose my screws <laughs> from time to time but I'm I'm holistically everything that I am all right, very nice. Mr. Muslim Tombeni in the studio joining us. 0825505151. Drop through that voice note or question if you have it for him. A lot of people, Mr. Moose, Your mama. Um, they feel like because you're not on TV, what are you doing with your life? You know, what do you have to say to people who have that type of mentality? Um, 
like TV, TV, you see people like once, twice, three times a week. And then, you know, you think that's their life. But they actually have like day jobs and things that they do every day. So when I was not on TV, what I did was I did internship. I was in Durban uh, for the year 2015, 2016. And that's where I did my medical training. And then now I'm back at the side and I have a normal day job. Starts at eight, finishes at four. I see mm. patients. Thereafter, I go back to my house and, you know, I try fight with myself about what to cook that evening. And then eventually sleep hungry because I couldn't make a decision. And then that's the end of that. Yeah. So it's normal, normal lives like every other person would live. It's just uh, maybe a little bit more glamorous if you are on TV in terms of just at that present moment. And maybe you get events and things that you do occasionally. Yeah. But it's really just normal life. So let us know the grand or rather brand new opportunity that has come along, mm-hmm. Training Essay. How did that come about? And why did you say yes to the opportunity? Um, so how it came about was early in the year, I think um, Bobby, who's one of the show's hosts, uh, was on maternity leave. So they got a whole lot of like guest presenters to come in for a week at a time to come present on the show. So I got the opportunity like, hey, come through, come present. You have presenting experience. Let's come have some fun. And I had a great time. And that was early on in the year. So subsequently to that, a couple more times they call me in because someone is sick or someone is not around or that sort of thing. And I got the opportunity to, you know, be on quite often. And then there was an opportunity when one of the male, uh, well, the male uh guest ho- or the male host uh, left and that was Shaga Sisulu, uh, the show and then they were like alright cool they're going to look for a new host and they're trying out a couple of people uh, would I be interested in doing the show my availability and that sort of thing and I was like yeah I'm ready I'm happy very excited about it and mm. if you guys want me I'll be there and a couple months went by and there it was they were like there we go congratulations you're the new host and it's really just that and I'm highly excited about the opportunity tell us I mean you know getting back onto TV is you know exciting you know, especially when you haven't done it in a while, haven't gotten the opportunity and getting also just the right show. For you, what is it about training essay that stands out for you? And also, what do you think you're going to be adding to the show? I think it's topical. It's now. It's 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 as a show uh, says, trending essay. So it's a look at today's, maybe yesterday's or whatever it is, trending topics and discussions surrounding that topic. And I think I'm in that space right now. I'm, I'm highly like very social media friendly and inquisitive about it. I'm always online doing something or the other and I think that that makes me a perfect foot for the show because I really enjoy being online and my opinion or my thought and my witness and my you know who I am and I Mm. think the little jokey person fun person that I am really adds and will contribute to me being on the show and making and bringing the element of Musa onto the show that people have really enjoyed up to this point like there are very few times where people have been or reacted negatively to me being on the show like oh you suck bro (laughs) I've never really had that directly you can think it to yourself but that's your problem <laughs> and on that note, you know, with um, social media being so easily accessible, mm. and we know that a lot of, you know, celebrities get they get into things with social media and people behind the profiles. Mm. So, with you, how do you how do you think is your relationship with social media? Um, my relationship with social media is a positive one. Um, I have a lot of fun on social media. I may poke fun at people, but I feel and live by the code that words should not hurt you. Uh, and that's how I live. So I don't fight with anyone on the internet. If you have a problem with me and you're just there like, oh yeah, bro, you, you know, you look, you can have your opinion. I'm allowed to mine. But if you have a problem with it, I'm not going to fight with you online. We can meet up for coffee and have a discussion <laughs> about your opinion. Uh, and we can do that. But I'm not going to fight with you with, you know, online. So you can show me how much of a bully you are. I'm a yeah. bit of a bully as well online. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I cyber No I don't want to say cyber Really? Yeah man Like I love award shows Oh that's my favorite time of the year So what do you say And then like how how, Like this is how I watch it And then how do you Like get into the whole bully 
bit of it all. No, like, I don't want to say bully. That's why I said I don't want to say I'm a cyber bully. But, like, I poke fun at things. So, like, an award show would come around. It's like the Samas or whatever it may be. And I'll comment live as the stuff is happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's this man saying? <laughs> so, it comes across. Like, that's what I do. It's just, like, social commentary on that level. Okay. Not necessarily this guy sucks. Someone. No, okay. no, 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 no. All not right. on that level. 5FM Nights hanging out with... Musa, Dr. Musa, former oh. YoTV presenter, now on Trending Essay. So we have uh, a voice note coming through for you. Hi, 5FM team. Hello. And hi to Musa Mtomini, a.k.a. Big Daddy. Hey. I just want to know how did it feel for you to build such an amazing house for your parents? And I also want to know if what do you want to do? Except for the things that you have achieved, what more do you want to achieve? And also a big congratulations on that house that you built for your parents. And also big congratulations to the car that you bought and for the slot that you got on training essay. Thank you very much. I'm Ansiwe. Mm, doing the most. The most. I actually forgot to ask you about that. So you built an entire uh, house that you've been working on over the past few years for your parents and you know i saw the headlines i'm like hey man look at you doctor building houses and then now you got a new ride you are just like doing the most now you're like on training essay sometime like your life is, is quite magical you see i don't know how to respond to these things how do you feel i mean how how did that feel for you i mean you know when we are raised by our parents we have this dream of doing these amazing things for them, you know, and having that opportunity for you. How was that like? So I really love my parents, uh, but my parents are full of tricks as well. Uh, so let me give you the background of that story. So my mom comes up to me like 30. She's like, hey, Musa, listen, you're at med school. I've sacrificed so much in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave birth to you. You know how parents do it. Yeah. So when you finish, all I want is a house. Then you can do whatever you want. And I was like, oh, cool. Mom, I got you. I'm going to get you a house. But in my head, I'm like, I'm going to trick her. What I'll do is I'll buy the stand and she'll build the house. Yeah. So there we are. We're all happy living our best lives. In fifth year, she's like, ha, ha, ha. Remind. She buys the stand. Yeah. And she's like, now you're going to build on it. And I was like, no, it's cool. Uh. It's chill. So, um, yeah, over the past two years, it's just been the process of building the house for my parents. Um, and, yeah, it's been a long journey, but quite enjoyable. Uh, it, it really makes me happy. Um, none of it, I think, I think a lot of people look at it and think it's like it's very showy and that sort of thing. But for me, it's a... This is what my mom wanted. This is what my dad wanted. And why not give my parents what they wanted? And also, it serves as motivation to anyone else that feels like they, you know, they're they're one for the four. Wait, let me split it into two. They're two sets of people. The one that says, ah, man, you know, parents, you know, they'll figure out their own things. They've had their own lives. It's like, listen, these are the people that brought you into this world. And whatever relationship you might have with them, fix it in whatever way that you can. I'm not saying build a house with them, but I'm saying appreciate your parents the way that you can. And two, the second person is yeah. the person that you can motivate. So the one that's, you know, sitting at school thinking, do I really want to do this? Someone sitting at home thinking, oh, I'm tired of going to this Tivet college and doing that sort of thing. Why? It's for you to get up and continue so that you can do the same for your parent. Whatever it is for you that you want to do, do the same for the people that you love and the people that you surround yourself with. And that's just my thing about it. So it's not going to stop at parents for anyone else, your family member, your aunt, your uncle, anyone that's helped you to get to the point that you are in your life right now. Yeah. That's for them. Very, very nice. And, you know, what else are you working on? What else are you proud of? What else do we need to know about? Um, so, like I said, I like being busy. I like doing a lot of things at one time. So, it's the TV that starts on Monday uh, on SABC3 at 9.30. Trending SA as your fourth host. And then uh, there's the medical, which I still do. So, I'm still a doctor. Uh, which hospital are you at? So, I'm currently working in the south in Lanesia. 
Um, that's the south of Johannesburg. But I plan on working elsewhere next year because ComServe is over. Uh, government time that has been served is finished now. And it's up to us to grow up now and like try find a job. So um, it's just to look for a place, whether I want to specialize, whether I want to... Do you want to specialize? I don't know. I'm still... I can. I, if I want to, I can do a lot of things at the same time. So I think specializing wouldn't be a bad idea. I'm stuck between like radiology, plastics, uh, that's plastic surgery, orthopedics, or, 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 or just being uh, a G and opening up a practice so there's so many things going on in my mind in terms of that respect there's also the elements of business as well i'm very um i've got a keen liking to business let's say making money Mm -hmm. um and anything that can throw you towards that path about making money hiring people making sure people are employed is a big one for me as well so those are my focuses at this point in time and that's what i look forward to doing very very cool and advice to people who are both studying wanting to get into the professional space and also other people that want to get into entertainment All right. So for the professional space is like a lot of the time we aren't given a lot of options. We aren't told uh, this is what you can do. The only thing you're told about when you're high school is accounting, medicine uh, and like being a lawyer. And so take your time, go out there and explore. Spend a week at a workplace somewhere to figure out if there's something that you may want to do. And once you've got it, really go all out. Like. So I don't discourage, I don't encourage anyone to quit school or any of that sort of thing. If you're not enjoying something, I believe in finishing what you've started um, just because of my own reasons. But if you are at school and you're almost at the end, finish that something, whatever qualification it is, if you want to, pa- if you want to pursue passion projects. So people will say, I'm doing law, but I want to, like I made the example earlier on, like you want to be a musician. Yeah. I think get the time and you can do both. If the time allows, do both as much as you can. Put the time. Don't sleep at night. You know, doing what you want to do and being able to fit all those things in the time that you have. And uh, those are for the professionals and those that want to get into the entertainment industry. Have something special about you. No one is going to hire someone mediocre or half and half. So you must be special. Something must stand out. Have something to sell. So if there are 100 people in an audition and you can see you're all going to present the same way. I don't know what you're going to do, my friend. Do something extra to make yourself stand out somehow yeah. so that you can either, they can either say that was a fool that just left this room or that guy is spectacular. So stand out in any way that you can and look brilliant and that's how you get the job. Simple as that. Very, very nice. On social media, where can we catch you? Uh, so very simple. I'm the same guy everywhere. At Musa Musa. It's M-U-S-A for Musa. Uh, and then all the second is M-O-O-U-S-E. I still cannot believe you still use Musa. What should I change it to? Maybe I'll change it. No, just change it to Musa I don't know. I'm gonna, cha- I'm gonna change it. It's gonna be Musa Winkosi with Sizu Setu Samazulu. No, that's too long for a handle. No one's gonna tweet you. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but you need to lose the moose. You've been u- using M double O U double S E since Yo TV. That just needs to stop. You're a doctor now, so. Wow. Okay. The best of nighttime radio. Final M Nights with Linda Musa and Jimmy Foster. Get up.